welcome to Anime Audio Commentary, Episode 2. Today I'll be commenting over the second episode of Fooly Cooly, so if you want to watch along, start watching now. So this episode is Firestarter, and uh, based on my recollection, this is all mostly about Mamimi. She's playing a game, a video game called Firestarter, and it's about, I think, if I recall, it's about burning down a city faster than people can put out the fires or rebuild it. Now this is interesting, because the kids, the other school kids, are sort of picking on Mamimi and Naoto. But, they're mainly... They're mainly sort of picking on Mimi, and I think that's telling. Now that Naota has no brain, that's uh, that's a bit of a plot point, especially considering a robot popped out of his noggin. The plot thickens, and continues to do so. Now, it's kind of played as a joke here, but I'm pretty sure that that more or less ends up being the truth. You know, this is an interesting scene in my mind. The, uh, the framing where they use the reflection of the robot. And here we still have the robot from last time. He appears to be a multifunction device, because he can take x-rays. He works as a bass guitar amplifier. He was also red, trying to get cracked in the head by the bass guitar. So uh, I think that plays into the wider story that's ongoing as well. He also has a halo and black wings now. Pretty sure that uh, feeds into the ongoing narrative of this episode. So here the father's pontificating on the robot and how accepting a humanoid robot into an otherwise ordinary family. Oh, there's another line about how his father wrote a book on the deep mysteries of Eva. 
referring to Neon Genesis Evangelion. I guess that makes sense. Gainax is playing silly buggers about stuff they had previously made. So she named the cat after Naoto. Until this video game comes up again. I think that line, you're always busy, is pretty telling as well. Especially considering Mamimi's, I guess, circumstances with Naoto's older brother having left the country and doing his own thing. The only people she cares about don't have time for her. You know, that the little Gundam model just sort of, like, got sucked into the Vespa. I don't think I've ever noticed that before. So Mamimi comes back to this old burned-out building. Sort of fits in with the themes of the game she's playing. And the mention of arson earlier in the episode. Of course, she was just following the robot. But... She's trying to fly and... Being marginally successful. There's a lot of angelic symbolism that sort of backs up 
Mimi referring to him as a god. That's interesting. I'm a very safe driver, she says before swerving all over the road. So the art style is sort of taken on a different kind of style here. I don't know. It, it's become, I guess, less defined. Like, uh, I don't know. It's interesting. And of course the robot that they want to they want to keep him on a low profile he shows up with all these big flashing lights flying around like a helicopter The robot has a propensity for getting things wrong. So the robot, who they refer as Conti, goes back to that burned out building and he's just looking for, I guess, pieces of himself. Saw some girls bullying her, talking about the school that was burned down. 
All the puzzle pieces are slowly fitting together. Sort of drawn with like bags under her eyes, implying haggardness or otherwise stress, being tired. You know, it's hard to pick a favorite episode of Fooly Cooly, but I've, I think if I had to put my money on it, this would be a, a strong contender of the six. I think this is kind of where the coin drops in Naoto's head. The combination of the video game about burning things and her lighting up a cigarette. You know, this game, it, it sounds interesting. Burning the city to keep it from overtaking everything, but you can't burn it all down, else there will be nowhere to live. I think it's an allegory for real life. Meeting a happy medium between excess and lack of I don't know if there's a specific meaning in mind behind this but it makes me think and I like to think that that's what the creators wanted just to think so another buildings caught fire and it's likely arson, and Mamimi has left Nauta. So this is why Mamimi likes Nauta's older brother so much, because he saved her from the burning school. It sort of recontextualizes why she's so broken up about him leaving, given that's the case. Of course, she takes it a, a little bit too far by burning cigarettes in a circle and praying to Kanti, the god of the black flame. an interesting statement even if it burns down 
the ash and the wreckage still remains. She asks to be blessed with Kanti's absolution, or forgiveness of sin, implying that she was the one who burned it down. It's interesting. And of course, when this moment of emotional distress occurs, another robot pops out of Naoto's head. This one's bigger than the last. Considerably bigger. This robot appears to be stronger than the previous one, as it just bodies Conti, punching him, and the the black wings and the halo fall right off. And I guess in that happening, perhaps Mumimi witnessing that, she realizes the death of what she held dear. Something like that. So this robot, this one's more complete. The previous robot that Conti fought was essentially just a hand, but this one has like a full body, even though some parts of its body are more undeveloped. I guess this suggests some sort of progression towards something as... Bigger and bigger and progressively more complete robots emerge from Naoto's head. So here we have that symbol flash up on Kanti again. And when that happens, he just slaps the bigger robot right away. And now he, uh, he sort of subsumes Naoto into his body. And it's, uh... Pretty trippy, gotta say. And when this happens, the robot becomes red again. And now that he's red, he is considerably more powerful and he's able to just... ...body the this other robot with seemingly little effort. It's also notable that uh, Nauta inside this robot, they're um, they just blasted with a, a big uh, bullet sort of thing. But in doing so, they also destroy part of the schoolhouse. And when Haruko uh, 
smacks it again. It explodes, and I guess it destroys the remnants of the burned-out schoolhouse. So, in my considered opinion, I would say that this is, uh, I guess, symbolic of Mamimi moving on. She mentioned that even burning the place down because she hated it, the burned-out husk and the ashes still remained. But now they're gone. Perhaps that's symbolic of acceptance in the cycle of grief. It's heavy stuff. I think that last line by Naoto is significant. I asked myself what I could do for Mamimi, and I decided to stay by her side. For Naoto, who is ostensibly a child, I think that's a rather mature decision to make. Recognizing that this girl left behind by his older brother is in need of emotional support. And he steps up and is willing to supply it. You know, in many ways, Fooly Cooly, despite being a coming-of-age story, I, I think it's not a traditional coming-of-age story in that it's about growing up. Because in many ways, Naoto seems to be remarkably mature as it is. I, th I think it's more about coming to terms with that you don't have to be fully mature all the time. I don't know. These are some heavy thoughts. I, I guess the nice thing about Fooly Cooly is that I can relate it to bits and pieces of my own life. I see myself in quite a few of these characters and I can relate to what they must be feeling and going through. I guess that's why it resonates with me so much. I mean, between that, the art style, the soundtrack, you know, it, it's basically tailor-made to appeal to me, I think. But, ultimately, I think this is uh, one of the strongest episodes. It's got a nice self-contained narrative about arson, the burning down of a school, and the acceptance of past trauma, I guess. Alright, well, that's the end of this episode. Next time I'll be watching the third episode of Fooly Cooly. So, thank you for watching this far. See you, Space Cowboy.